and you're too late. You give love bad name. The show where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I'm your host, Pegasus. With me today is my co-host, Brad. Yo. (laughs) Brad! (laughs) Jinji wanted us to tell him when we were starting, so I told Brad to tag him and tell him we were starting. And what he said, let me quote this, let me turn my screen back on so I can quote this directly. Um... Hey, shove your kid in a trash can and come on. A <laughs> quote from me, apparently. <laughs> so, so before we get into the show, it's kind of time for a pix- a la Pixels bullshit segment, because Brad has a story. Uh, when do I not have a story? That's the, that's the better question. <laughs> you always have stories. So I'm working at CC's, and a birthday like party comes in, okay, and they their parents asked me if I can get some guys together and sing happy birthday for their son, right? So I went uh-huh. and I got some people and we started singing happy birthday. As soon as I get done singing happy birthday, I don't know who like their relation to it was, but one of the people that was there at the party takes a cupcake and throws it straight in this birthday boy's face, just oh my like. God slams it bam that is sort of like a tradition i got um i got cake and ice cream thrown at me at my birthday party once but anyway funniest thing ever i couldn't help it i started dying laughing everybody else went back to work but i was in a dining room so i got to stay and laugh okay he was like stop laughing guys it's not funny and i said you know it's kind of funny and he goes Yeah, how about I take a cupcake and throw it in your face? And I said, you know what? Bring it. And he goes, really? I said, I'm not a, I'm not a wimp. <laughs> and he takes this cupcake and he picks it up and he throws it in my face and like, like smears it all over my face. And starts laughing. So, um, and I nudged him. I was like, yeah, it was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> That's pretty good. So I have sort of a related story to... One second, one second. Okay. One more thing I'd like to add. As soon as that happened, was it one of the managers needed me? So he called for me and I ran to him with cupcake all over my face. And the first (laughs) words out of his mouth was, What the hell happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. Okay, so here's the related story that my friend my friend Lily, we've been friends since she was four and I was six. So this is a long lasting friendship. Uh, I had a party for my 
15th birthday. It was either 15th or 14th. I don't have birthday parties very often, but one one year my mom decided, let's give the kid like a traditional party. She always takes me somewhere or something, but she decided to give me a traditional party that year, have me invite my friends, the whole the whole works. And my, and during that party, the the people start to get the bright idea to throw cake at me for fun. And um my friend Lily showed up with this random chick, okay? This random chick I've never met before. Who she was? Who she was and you tried hooking she, up with her. No, 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 no. She was friends. This was her friend, apparently. So I'm just like, all right, whatever. And then later that time when we got to cake throwing, just to prove how selfish my friend Lily is, she doesn't throw her cake at me. She throws her friend's cake at me. I'm just imagining like her friend going, dude. What the heck? She goes, what do you mean? It's the whole reason why you came to this thing. So that you could provide cake ammo? Uh, I'm actually going to her birthday party. and it, It's Saturday, and it's going to take every five of my being to not throw cake at her. I only have so one actually, friend lasted. We're actually going to a public place, so I'm a refrain. I've only had one friend that's lasted the 10-year mark. Two Soon friends. I'll be there. But who who are they? They're my they're my best friends. One his name is Ryder. And the second one, his name is Caleb. I'd like to say we're friends, but he's like we're like long distance friends, so we're not like friendly friends anymore. Yeah, me and Lily, it's it's kinda long distance. We're still same state, so we see each other every once in a while though. We just don't get around to it a lot. Look, man. But she lived. Every, she lived across. She lived across the street from me for seven years. Every time you say her name, I think of Patrick going little, little, little Lee. <laughs> for a minute, I thought Lee. you were talking about Patrick, the my co-host, the Poker Survivor, and I'm like, what the fuck? No. I, I'm thinking of Patrick Star going little, 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 little Lee. Little, little, little. <laughs> little, little, little. <laughs> All right, let's get at let's get into the actual Pokemon podcast, shall we? So first off, it's time to talk about what we've been doing in Pokemon. So why don't you why don't you go ahead, uh, Brad? Well, I played one game of competitive and I lost because I was halfway paying attention. And I was asleep, and then Brad, I, I just want you to know how unspeakably happy I still am that I beat you in Monotype. When did you even monotype? On this show, last time you were on, you you brought your mono oh. electric team, and I brought my mono fire team, and I beat you. Oh, I honestly don't remember. I had a t- I I got pissed off because my Torkoal wasn't killing things enough with sun boosted overheat, and it was making me upset. Give me one second. Okay. Evan decided to get a fever. Oh no! I'm at the, I'm at the beating. That's the cure to fever. It's knuckle sandwich. Hey, Brandon, that's No, go in there. <laughs> I'll be right back. I call my mom. Leave that in, Gigi. <laughs> I how far return? I just hold on. I heard. 
Evan slightly in the background, and I I died laughing. <laughs> and I just imagined like the way he was talking. I'm echoing. You should probably put your headphones on. So what I just imagined that was great sound quality. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what I just imagined is the way Evan was talking. He just sounded so upset. I just imagine that with like you know in, in like the the anime trope when people when young kids get mad and they like their face inflates a little bit. Yeah, that's what I was imagining when he said that. What's going on, bruh? Okay, I'm back. Okay, so uh, anything else Pokemon related besides the one? I've been playing a lot of Mystery Dungeon. Cook quieter. I'm kidding. You're fine. I've been playing a lot of Mystery Dungeon. Nice. I've been no lighting Mystery Dungeon. That's good shit. That's good, good shit. I love Mystery Dungeon. I need to finish um, Red Rescue Team because you lost the save file, so I need to finish on my own. Did you? I need to go back and finish because I've never finished it. But have you ever played... Um... Saving up for a computer. Let's see how well that goes. Have you ever played um, Super? I've never played any of the 3DS ones besides the Gates to Infinity demo. Dude, I got betrayed. I like, want to cry and punch face at the same Spoilers. time. Spoilers! Spoilers! It, it doesn't ruin it because you don't know who betrays you. I feel like you so. get betrayed in every Mystery Dungeon game. This is also spoilers, but it's for a game that's on an old console that came out like 10 years ago, so it's whatever. Wait, wait. You, wait, you played Explorers of Time, right? Yeah, this is about what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about Dust Noir. Yeah. And how. He's like... That guy was a jerk. He's like this super cool hero guy, and then he's just like, nope. He's so like, yeet. Let me steal the let one me steal super. Your, let me steal your two best explorers real quick. Just yoink, dude. The the guy in super though, like tugs at your heartstrings. Oh yeah, I I know betrayals. There, but he played me like a fiddle. I actually, I've actually in like the past five minutes betrayed like four times. You know that moment where like in any piece of media, this is so, this is so common that it happens to everyone. You know, you know those two characters that are in love that you're rooting for, and you think you're finally gonna get that kiss, and then somehow they get pulled away right before their lips lock, or like one of them dies. God, that's not where I was going with that at all. You can laugh. Christ. So one of my one of my guilty pleasures is a uh, Disney sitcoms. And I was I was watching Casey Undercover on Hulu. And man, the, the helicopter just goes up and the wrong time it, it, it hurts helicopter dog from steven universe oh god okay so anything else pokemon related or are we moving on to nope
right. So as for me, I've been pretty light lately. I did. I did my um, cycle two survival survivor gameplay like right away. Like I'm already. I was already done the day I was able to start playing. So that's done. So cool. You'll find out about it on Poker Survivor two weeks from now or a week from now, actually. Because that's I you how said eight weeks from now. At one point, I was like, "What?" So yeah, I finished my survivor gameplay. This isn't like spoilers because this like had already happened and it's like no big deal. But Toby Fox, he came out with this new this new uh, game, okay, called Delta Rune. Delta okay, Rune? yeah, right. I've already told you about this, okay? Well, what he did was is he did this like huge publicity stunt and like did all these like riddles and stuff like that, and then launched the game and then asked everybody how the game was, okay? Of course, everybody's like, yeah, it's awesome, all this. You know, everybody starts asking, you know, when can we expect to see this in stores? Okay? And he tells us, and I quote, seven years from now. <laughs> he said, this is just the first chapter. And it took me two years to do that. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, actually, besides Survivor's play, it's been pretty light for me. I actually did. I don't usually talk about my draft matches because they're usually either I win or I lose. It's pretty uneventful. But this one in particular involved a fellow co-host. Me and Penguin threw down in the Blastburn Radio Community Draft League, and I whooped her butt real, real good. I know she's gonna be listening to this and she's gonna DM me mean things. But yeah, I I I put the hurting on her. I think I threw her off with my um with my Snorlax, which is a really like it's the kind of set you would expect, but with a little bit of a twist. It's um I was running Belly Drum, it was a Belly Drum Snorlax, and it had an Aguav berry, so that he so that with gluttony it healed right back up once it used. It's belly drum. And the set was rest, recycle, belly drum, and body slam. You didn't invent anything new. It's a common set, and I hate it. Is that a real set? A set with recycle yeah. and just one attacking yeah. move? Ugh, yeah. I didn't know that. Nope. Normally, it's like belly drum, recycle, and like two attacking moves, I think, but... Yeah, but I, I, I ran rest instead of the second attacking move. Yeah. To get rid of That's uh, the burns. only, like, weird thing about it. To get rid of burns and stuff. So. Dude, that happens it, to me all the time. I, I come up with this, like, really cool idea for a team. And then all of a sudden, like, this really good, like, like uh, can't talk. This really good competitive player comes out. It's like, dude. Look at this awesome team I've made, and I'm just like, oh, and I'm going to look like I'm copying them. So, the crazy thing about this particular draft team is I actually brought it onto the OU ladder twice, and I won both matches. I normally don't practice, unless it's, like, after the fact. I do I do want you to... You said no originally, but it was because you were in a bad mood. I, I would really appreciate your help building for this draft match. Because this guy is one of the best in the league. And if I don't win, play 
playoffs is a, a done deal. Not I'm not going. Who are you fighting? I'm probably not going anyway, but but I have a chance. I, I'm fighting Disco. Oh. He's actually shocked me that he was going to be really good. But then again, it's draft. And, like, if you could be unpredictable and shady, you're going to go far, kid. Yeah, anyway, here's – Here's how I whooped Penguin. I um, the, I think the Belly Drum Snorlax threw her off pretty hard. I only killed one Pokemon with it, but I killed that Pokemon. I paralyzed her Jirachi, and then Snorlax went down, and I brought out my Mimikyu. I Swords Danced. The Paralysis went off. I Swords Danced again, and then she broke the Disguise, but then I proceeded to sweep her entire team with the Mimikyu with three times attack. So I, fi- I 5 Penguin. It's still not the best draft match I ever remember. Is it the match where I murder a Tapu Bulu with a Pikachu? Yes. That will forever <laughs> go down in history. I actually, I told that story and nobody even said a word and I was sad. I thought people would interact with it. On, in draft chat. In draft chat on a Thursday, and I'm like, hey, throwback Thursday. Let me tell you all the story of the first draft match I was ever in. And I told them how I killed the Tapu Bulu with the Pikachu. And then I actually found the replay, and I posted the replay, and nobody even said anything. Wow. That, those, like, are, they're, like, hardcore, like, gives two, like, shits. Yeah, it was sad that nobody responded to my Pikachu murdering a Tapu I'm- Bulu. I'm almost done with this mystery dungeon, and I'm sad. That's, that's the most Ash Ketchum ass shit to murder re- legendaries with a Pikachu. That is, a- didn't Ash like beat a Latios with his Pikachu? He tied a Latios with his Pikachu, but it already had significant da- It had already had some damage done to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, I know. Didn't he catch all the Ultra Beasts? Okay, hold on. Let me tell this story, the anime story that I know. It was the semifinals of the Sinnoh League, and Ash was on set to win the Sinnoh League because he actually pulled his head out of his ass for two seconds and said, what if I use my old Pokemon for once? So he was actually kicking butt in this league, and he was ready to win, and they can't let him win, you know? They bring in the most cheaty character in history, Tobias, okay? Tobias is the worst. Tobias has a Darkrai, and that Darkrai nearly swept Ash. And then his Sceptile finally finished this Darkrai. And then fucking Latios, his second Pokemon after his Darkrai nearly swept Ash, is a Latios. And that Latios, it kills Sceptile, and then... Pikachu ties with it. Um, Tobias has four Pokemon left, and Ash has none. So, Tobias wins. What kind of trainer has a Darkrai and Latios? <laughs> the cheaty kind that they make up just so Ash loses. Like, where, like I want to know what this guy's secret is, because this dude's like a sad. <laughs> this guy's a Pokey Jenner. <laughs> Don't they have these machines to where, like, you could, like, copy Pokemon and stuff like that? I don't know about all that. I could have swore there was this, like, machine or whatever that you could, like, take a Pokemon and you could, like, duplicate and get the same Pokemon. I mean, and they that's made how this clones. one guy. 
They made yeah, clones that's what I'm talking about. That no, wasn't the first movie because I, I remember that this one guy from Shinoh and he had a Reggie Rock, and that's how he said he got the Reggie Rock. Okay, that's weird. Anyway, I must be imagining so, things from like when I was a kid. Yeah, we can we can get out of the our lives and Pokemon segment now and get to the actual topic. And the topic is relevant to Brad's Pokemon stuff because we're talking about Mystery Dungeons today, guys. Explorers of so, Time. Yes, spoiler, spoiler warning because I'm going to let Brad talk about the twist. So, spoiler warning. For Super Mystery Dungeon. And all of them, really. But Super Mystery Dungeon is the one that maybe some people would probably Oh, you want me to tell, like, like, the twist? Like, not right away. We're just going to discuss Mystery Dungeon for a little while. And then you can tell me the twist once we get there. I was about to say, like, that's okay. It's going to ruin it for you. It's all right. But I'll I'll still feel it. I I have the innate ability to still... To put myself in the shoes of a character that even if I know the ending, the emotional beats still hit me. See, you're not like a psychopath. You're like the opposite of psychopath. Like you like feel too much empathy. Yeah, I can put I can put myself in the emotional shoes of a character even if I know where it's going. Like even even if I know a character is going to die, once that character dies, it still hurts me. Like I'm gonna talk about this, and this is, and this is spoilers for uh, for Arrow. If anybody watches Arrow, but there's this character who is a regular for like the entire series, and he dies at the end of season six. He's like the police guy or whatever. He was a detective, and he dies at the end of season six. And I knew it was coming because I had read his wiki page, and it said deceased. So I knew he was gonna die at some point. But still, when it came, it hurt. I like, I like how we said, okay, it's time to talk about Mystery Dungeon. And we went like, straight the arrow. Because I just wanted to give an example of me still feeling something, even though I knew it was going to happen. But anyway. Why don't you talk about Dungeon. Explorers of Time? Because I don't remember much of it, because I played it when I was, like, nine. So let's talk about the rescue teams first, because we know somewhat of this plot, hopefully. I'm hoping you okay, knew what was going exactly on. Let's take exactly what I said and move on to something completely different. What? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I said, how about you talk about Explorers of Time because I played it when I was like seven and don't remember much. And then you said, okay, let's, play about, let's talk about Red Rescue Team. Because I wanted to talk about it in chronological order, my dude. Well, fine. The Rescue Teams were the first Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games. What are the, all the ones that you've beaten? Um, you want to know a secret? Yeah. None of them. None of them. Uh, uh. Wow. <laughs> I've gotten close to beating uh, Explorers, but that's about it. I thought you never. I thought you beat Explorers of Time. No, nah, I got up to uh, uh, I beat. I almost beat Explorers of Darkness. I got up to Dialga and I couldn't beat them. So you don't care about endings, right? No, I don't. I know how it ends. I've seen a Let's Play. Y- you die at the end. But then you come back to life for the post game. You still die. You die, and then you just 
show up. It's still sad. It's still sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you just show up the next day like nothing happened. You, you, just, you just walk, hey guys. Everybody's all like freaking out. You're like, what? You act like I'm died. You came back to life or something. Act like you've seen her ghost or something. You just see a ghastly in the background. And you're too late. You give love that name. I don't know the words. Gingy sucks. I'm just kidding. He's cool. Gingy is good at editing. So good at editing that he's gonna leave this in or I will murder him. You give love a bad night. You can speak it. I definitely did not just sing a a parody that I just made up off the top of my head of You Give Love a Bad Name about Ginger. Give me one second. I'm going to connect or disconnect and reconnect because you sound like you're dead. Okay. Do I sound alive now? Now I can hear you. Good job. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, you do die at the end of Explorers, but then you just come back to life like nothing happened. It is kind of funny. In Mystery Done Super? Okay, go ahead. You've got the. Okay, you wake up, and it's just like every Mystery Dungeon. You're a Pokemon, and you don't know why. Okay? But as soon as you wake up, these Pokemon is uh, Behium or whatever, how you ever pronounce words, start attacking. You know what's the funniest thing? Just real quick before you tell this story. Fucking in Gates to Infinity, you're still a human who turns into a Pokemon. Cause that's just a that's just a quota at this point. But at least at the beginning, at the demo, that takes a backseat so fast. You're like, hey, I'm a human. Cool. Wanna build a house with me? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gates to Infinity. I didn't know how. It's something like that. It's It might not be building a house, but it's definitely like they do something together and Pim being a human takes a backseat really fucking fast. But um, these Pokemon, they're attacking you and you don't know why. And this Nuzleaf is walking along, okay? And I'm going to say, quote unquote, they start attacking him too. So he, like, runs with you. He starts, like, running with you or whatever. And then he's like, bye, see ya. I hope you're, like, don't die, little kid. And then he goes, oh, you're a kid. I I can't leave you alone. So he adopts you, kind of, in a way, okay? He starts taking care of you, okay? And then you get scared that that um, these Pokemon are going to come back and attack you. So you leave, okay? And it turns out that he goes thousands of miles out of his way on a trip to meet you at the Expedition Society, which is why you left, right? To check up on you and reveals that he already knew you were going to leave, but he just let you leave because his reasoning was something stupid along the lines of um, a wandering heart shouldn't be left in a cage or something ridiculous, okay? Yeah. 
and um, then all, then all of a sudden, I just grab uh, I just grab cartridges of all the mystery dungeon games just uh, for my DS. Get a blue rescue team, explorers of sky, uh, gates to infinity, and super. Well, then all these Pokemon get turned into stone, right? Everybody's freaking out. Okay. Oh, no. Because it's mystery dungeon and like the world has to end or something. Do the mystery and, dungeon games even have any sort of continuity with each other? Like, are the time gears ever mentioned in Gates to Infinity or Super? They're not mentioned in Super. I haven't played Gates to Infinity. Oh, I thought you did. I've only played Red, uh, Time, and Super. So no time gear, no guild. No, but Celebi is back. Oh. Are the time gears still a thing by the end of no? Because they they ended up being bad. Right. No, I thought they were needed, and like if you took one, that area would like freeze in time or something. I think that was the fake story, but then Grovile shows up and tells you that that's the fake story, and he has you oh. get time gears. That's right, because they were they were bad. You're right, but anyway, these Pokemon they start turning to stone, right? And you're Hold all freaking out. You don't know why. If you remember this, because I don't, um, grow. Grovile is the Pokemon that you were separated from, right? Like, you're his human companion? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to remember if those two things were connected or not, because knowing Pokemon, they might not have been, and there'd just be some crazy coincidence that this Pokemon lost his human and this human lost his Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, they reveal that towards the end, like... They're like, whoa... You were his human, and he was your Pokemon. Is it, like, ever expressly stated that, or stated that it's false, that that's just, like, the normal Pokemon world? Like, he was a Pokemon trainer, and this Grovile was his Pokemon? No, it was it was specifically stated in the game that you were his trainer. So this is, like, normal Pokemon. Like, Pokeballs exist. Oh yeah, definitely. World. There's there's humans world and everything. Yeah, I know they go to the human world, but I was wondering if it was like a human world in the past if Pokéballs existed. I think so. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. So like I, I'm just wondering if this if this event is happening concurrently to uh normal Pokémon games like in that same world is the world where Gus Noir and Grovile are from. Um but anyway, people start getting turned to stone, and this one guy, he's looking, like, real suspicious. Okay? Like, super suspicious. And we're trying to find him, and all of a sudden, we find out that he's going straight back to the town that I, that I almost say, quote-unquote, was growing up in. Okay? Where Nuzleaf and all my good, good friends are, okay? So, like, me and my partner, we're, like, panicking, because we want to protect everybody. So we start running back. Okay? And it turns out that the guy who we thought was turning everybody to stone was actually getting paid by Nuzleaf. 
to turn everybody oh, to stone. Oh, no! Yeah, and he was the one who erased my memories. Oh, and he was the man. one setting up all this bad, bad stuff. So yeah, just so real like, quick, try to get try to get into a more streamlined conversation about the mystery dungeon plot, just real quick. Do you remember what the plot of fucking the rescue teams were? The red rescue team? Do you remember the plot of that shit? I don't remember all of it just because we didn't finish all of it. But basically the idea was your Pokemon turn or you're a human, you turn excuse me, you're a human, you turn into a Pokemon. Um and you start living with your partner Pokemon who finds you. And he wants to make a rescue team, and you decide to join him because you got nothing else to do, right? So you join him. But then all of a sudden, this prophecy comes along that um, a human that turned into a Pokemon is upsetting the balance of the world or something like that, and you're the cause of it, and you Oh, yeah, to- don't you get driven out of town? Yeah, you get, like, driven out of town, and they're like... This one beast team like stops everybody and's like, "Yeah, you've got twenty four hours to run, and then we're gonna come catch you." Yeah, that was really noble then, of them. Like, they're like, "We have to." Like, it was noble and not noble at the same time. They could have sided with was, you, but they're like, "We're these people's heroes. They need us, but like, we're gonna give you time to get away." But we're we're gonna give you a chance, a fighting chance. That's basically how that went. Yeah, that was the plot. So you get ran out of town, and I assume you prove your innocence. Something but isn't there, like, one. another prophecy of a Ninetales that is a human, and then he's the actual cause of the imbalance? No, I thought the Ninetales was, like, the storyteller or something like that. Oh, I don't remember. I just remember there being a Ninetales who was human, and I was wondering if he was, like, the actual cause of the imbalance. I don't know. I'll have to play it again. Yeah, we're not pulling up articles for this, people, because, you know, me and Brad are more of just, like, a bullshit kind of conversation, so we're just gonna bullshit about Mystery Dungeon, you know? I feel like it's more entertaining, to be honest. Yes, I am eating a salad. I'm hungry. Don't judge me. God damn it. The, Patrick was doing this during Poker Survivor 2, and you could hear him chewing, and it was fucking... Ugh. Can you hear me chew? Yeah, I can hear you, like, with food in your mouth as you talk. I can't hear you, like, expressly chew, but you talk with food in your mouth, and you're, like, talking and chewing at the same mm. time, and I can hear it. Mm. Just like with Patrick. <laughs> I bet you I eat more than you. No, 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 no. You, you, you underestimate my power. How much have you eaten in a day? How much have I eaten today? Yes. Let's see. I ate a... Okay, so for breakfast, I literally... I took some baby potatoes. I cut them up. I just slapped a bunch of butter onto, on a frying pan. And I cooked those potatoes in that butter. And I ate the potatoes. And Sounds then... healthy. For lunch, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And for dinner, I had four slices of a large pizza. Is that it? Oh, boy. Are you about to one-up me here, Brad? So for breakfast, I ate at home. I had an egg. It was like four eggs, 
cheese, jalapenos, and bacon bits. I do wonder if that's he- less or more healthy than my just like pound of butter on some mini potatoes. Then I went to school and we had pancakes that were like the size of my hand. And I ate two of those. Wait, school? This is spring break. No, for you it is. For me it's not. My spring break, well actually, if you want to be technical, I have two spring breaks. Because I have one for New Madrid and one for Gideon. So this week I have a whole week of half days. And then next week I have a whole week of like nothing. Oh, that's good. But anyway, I ate the two pancakes, okay? Then I went over to um, the high school. We have this thing that's called grab and go. You grab food, you go to class, okay? I had four granola bars, um, a little bag of cereal, and a packet of donuts. Oh, man. Dude, just then I went to lunch and I had talking about just real quick, you talking about granola bars reminds me of me going on a field trip to do a chorus competition where we competed with other flyers from different schools. And before that, she just put out like a bunch of granola bars and said everybody takes take one and then once everybody takes one, just go for the leftovers, whatever. I ate like fucking fifteen granola bars. Well anyway. After I um, had that. We went and I ate lunch. And we had walking tacos today. So I had, do you imagine like a mini bag of Doritos full with everything you'd put on a uh-huh. taco? I had two of those. Ooh. Then I walked to Casey's and had a pizza and two donuts. Um, then we walked back to school to get all my stuff. Was the and pizza I like stole a another tr- pizza? What? Was the pizza like a normal size pizza or was it like a small pizza? It was a slice. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a pizza. Like, oh, damn, no. Brad. I forget that you're not from Gideon. Anyway. When you say you went to Casey's and got pizza, you got a slice of pizza anyway. Okay. Um. Then I went, or as I went to get my stuff back at the school, I got um, another walking taco. And walk back home. And then once I got home, I did some chores or whatever. Now I'm eating this salad and three, um, what's it called? What are these things called? I don't even know what I'm eating. Country fried steak. Man, you're just the, you're just a Brad. King of tangents. I almost literally said your full real name, but I stopped myself and said Brad. I almost dude. said your first and last name. No, dude, we were sitting there and we were in CC's, right? And these guys, they challenged me. They told me to eat as much as I could in my 15 minute break. Okay. I ended up eating like 15 pieces of pizza. And these are like big slices, not like little bitty ones of pizza in 15 minutes. Nice. I just want to say, Where's I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what it is on air, but I'm just going to say that your last name is hype as shit. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I wish I had that last name. It's so cool. I mean, I would just destined to be a Pokemon master. <laughs> and so anyway, let's get on to a mystery dungeon topic. What is your favorite... Oh. 
Go ahead. One, one last thing. This is a short story. I actually got stopped by a cop yesterday. Tell me more. Okay. So, um, what's it called? As I told you, I have a whole week of half days, right? And, like, I'm uh-huh. part of, like, the three people in my entire school that went that goes to trade school. So, yeah, everybody else is in school, and I'm not in school. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking down Main Street with one of my friends with my backpack on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, walking the opposite direction from school. <laughs> yeah, so I got stopped by a cop who was being a smart aleck. And she goes, you got school today, boys? And I went, nope. Kept walking. And she stops me. She's like, what makes you so special? And I said, I have trade school. And New Magic over there uh, are on spring break. So I don't have school today. She was like, oh, okay. And then walked on. Man, I was surprised I didn't get stopped. There was this one time that I, I slept through my alarm, and my mom was convinced I did it on purpose. So she literally kicked me out of the house until I was supposed to get home from school. So I decided to try to pull off the four-hour walk to my grandmother's house. And I was walking for about an hour and a half before my grandma finally like decided to meet me and pick me up. So Wait, I you, was really you surprised. actually walk. What? I said you actually walk. I know it's crazy, but I thought you had. I thought you. We had this one dude in town, and he's like all he's like messed up in the legs or whatever. So instead of right. walking around town, he's got this like little mini scooter thingy. It's like a. It's almost like a wheelchair. But it's got like a like a joystick, and it's like moves. His life is a video had one of those. game. What? His life is a video game. I know, right? He almost gets like destroyed by cars because he like rides in the middle of the road. But oh god, YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back to Mystery Dungeon. Who is your favorite Pokemon to play as in the Mystery Dungeon games? Okay, I played as three people. A Squirtle, a Torchic, and a Trico. Now, I like Torchic. It was really fun. Squirtle, I versed a Zapdos as my first boss. And it was ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first time I ever played Red Rescue Team, I knew Zapdos was the boss, and I'm like, yeah, um, Bulbasaur there, buddy? I'm gonna need to hide behind you real quick, just to just deal with that, <laughs> please, thanks. I'm just imagining you, like, pushing your Bulbasaur. It's okay, you can take him. <laughs> um, I also realized I was, like, ten levels behind. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So, that wasn't doing me any favors. But he anyway. That, he actually ended up, when we all played, he, when we played, he ended up being less terrible than I thought. Bulbasaur? No, fucking Zapdos. Oh, no. I hated that boss. That boss was awful. 
I don't remember him being super threatening. I remember him taking a long time to kill, but I don't remember him killing I'm about to get destroyed by this Yveltos, because last time I burst it in this sewer mystery dungeon, he uses Oblivio in wing and, like, destroys my face in one hit. So, it's going to be fun. And it doesn't even just destroy me. I have, like, five other Pokemon with me, because it's, like, me and the entire, like, society against this Yveltos. Like, what? What? Are you playing right now? No. Okay. But anyway. That's my, that's my one rule, and Jinji and Penguin never follow it, and it pisses me off. Just don't play video games during the fucking recording. <laughs> um, what's it called? Oh, but I like Trico the most, just because when you play Mystery Dungeon, I always think of like your partner Pokemon as like this quiet type. I mean, yeah, he, like, speaks, and he, like, sticks up for people, but I always imagine him as, like, that silent badass. You know what I mean? Ta- tag Jinji and tell him that Pokemon of the episode is probably, like, ten minutes away, if he can swing it. So, anyway, yeah, Trico is a cool dude. I like Trico. I actually had to, like, write up a list of, like, my rank starters for something that you guys might be hearing soon. Wink, 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 wink. But man, a lot of those placings hurt, and Trico included. Like I thought he was much high. He was much higher than he ended up being. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was typing. Okay. So yeah, so playing as Trico like really is satisfying because I just like imagine even the way he walks. It just like reminds me of him like being a savage. Yep. (laughs) Savage Trico boys. I mean, any Pokemon in Mystery Dungeon that you play as is a savage, because they're, like, destroying legendaries. Have you seen, have you seen Pokemon Omega Ruby yet? Yeah, I played Me- Omega Ruby. No, it's an animation called Pokemon Omega Ruby Year. Oh. Yes, Which do I remember sequel? it? No. Which but I do remember watching it. Which is a sequel to Pokemon Golder, if you've ever seen that. I just dropped yeah, my fork. Oof. My favorite Pokemon to play as a Mystery Dungeon is exclusive to one game, and it's Explorers of Sky. Actually, I think he was in Time and Darkness as well. Munchlax. Just because he fits me so well. He's perfect. He just eats and sleeps, just like me. I remember I took the quiz and I got Munchlax, and I'm like, this game, this game knows me. This is, this is my spirit Pokemon. You there, Brad? My spirit Pokemon is a Minetric. Well, I'm talking spirit Pokemon in terms of, like, just the Mystery Dungeon kids. I think my spirit Pokemon is the Big Daddy. I think it's Snorlax. I think it's the evolved form. No. Yours would be, like, Slack Off. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're so right. Not the middle stage one, the, the first one. Man, I got into a big argument with my friend yesterday. And this kid, this kid, I'm not going to leak him, even though there's literally, I I literally only have two IRL friends, so you can decide which one it is for yourself, because they both appeared in my YouTube stuff before. But this kid, I'm at his house, 
and I sit on this couch and apparently I'm not allowed to sit on this couch. And because I'm fat and getting up is hard, I don't just shoot up in a second like it's a fucking trampoline. <laughs> and that makes him pissy. That he gets pit real pissy and it's real annoying. So I just start annoying him and fucking with him because why wouldn't you? He's pissy for no reason. And I just want to push him to his limit because I know I'm not going to get him back down. So I might as well just turn him up. So I'm annoying him. And it gets to the point where he's screaming like he belongs in an insane asylum. But before that, this is the funniest part. Before that, he, while we were fighting, we accidentally spilled some Gatorade. And he tried to make me clean it up, and I didn't want it. And I went to leave, and he said he was going to fucking fight me if I tried to leave without cleaning this Gatorade up. So what I did, it didn't end up working out because the kid is strong. But what I did was I called my grandmother. I just started having a casual conversation with her on the phone because I knew he wouldn't yell an attack if my grandmother was on the line on the other end of the phone. So I'm just having a casual conversation with my grandmother. But he, to counter this, is just dragging me by my shirt away from the front door, and it works. So (laughs) I get through the conversation with my grandmother, and I don't escape. I feel like I wasted a lot of time on jealousy. Oh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Okay, Stitcher ads. <laughs> Fucking um, Stitcher podcast ad. Um, I had to... Dude, I worked at CC's for not very long, but I've already gotten a cupcake thrown in my face. I didn't story yet. I didn't, I, stopped the, a, I didn't get the best part of the story. And I stopped a fight. And you go ahead and finish yours. Okay, let me finish the story. So, me and... Me and him, we, it gets to the point where he's watching a movie on his phone. So what I start doing is I gather like all of the pillows in the house and I start dropping them in his face, like between him and the phone so he can't see the movie. And it gets to the point where like, I'm just, I'm singing songs about how, how, how he's a bitch. And it gets to the point where he just screams like an insane asylum child. Leave! <laughs> and I don't leave. And he does it a couple more times. And he pulls he pulls a knife. And I'm just like, alright. So what I do is I walk out. But I stand in his carport. And then, and then he comes out with Febreze and sprays me in the eyes. Savage. Makeshift pepper spray. And then um I don't leave. So he comes out and I'm he comes out with the freeze again and I'm like, I'm not falling for it this time. And I shield my eyes and he sprayed my phone, which is why I was fucking up earlier. I know smart. Yeah. And then he comes out with a wooden spoon, like ready to beat me with it. And we have a stalemate. And it would have it would have kept going too. Because my plan after that was to get my other friend so that I could annoy him doubly. Me and my other friend could annoy him. And I knew he wouldn't as much as he said he would, he would not use that wooden spoon on my other friend because they live next door to each other. So his mother would hear his screams of pain from the wooden spoon. So I went and I got, I, I went to go get him, but he wasn't home. So I just gave up at that oh. point. 
I had a, I got a knife pulled on me one time. I've had sharp objects pulled on me by a lot of friends. Uh, it's happened twice. No, it happened it once on my birthday party where Yeah, it's 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 friends both time for me. Once no, at my I mean, birthday for me, party. Me, it wasn't a friend. Yeah, but hold on, let me fi- let me tell you this. For once it was at my birthday party, one of my friends did not one of my friends wanted to sleep over, but I wouldn't let him because I had friends who had to sleep over because they didn't have a ride home. And they were much older than him, and I was much older than him, so I did not want him in the same house as three teenagers because we all we all know I would have fucked with them. And we, the three of us, would have fucked with them. So he got so mad that he couldn't sleep over that he pulled, like, you know those two-pronged forks that people use to take meat off a grill? <laughs> yeah. Threatened me with that. Be like me pulling out a butter knife. Money in the bag. But no, these things are sharp, those grill forks, so. True, they, they hurt. Wouldn't kill you. Probably not. We had a, um, we had a, I was walking down the alley one time, and it was from basketball practice. This is when I was fit. Like, I could run, like, really, really good. I could walk, I could, like, run, like, <laughs> Five miles and it would be nothing. Like that's how fit I was, and I've actually done that when I was this fit. <sighs> okay, but I was tired okay, because story, I just got out. Mystery dungeon a little bit more and wrap it up. Okay, well, I just got out of basketball practice. I was tired. I was walking down this alley, and me and this kid, we were kind of okay acquaintances later on, but at this point, I had no, I didn't know him. He just moved to town. Okay. He's walking down the alley, too, and he pulls out this switchblade. Being funny, I didn't take it that way, because I didn't know this guy. Okay? And he goes, pull your phone out of your pocket. Give me your phone. I looked at him. I said, am I getting robbed right now? He goes, yeah, give me your phone. I said, you can stab Oh, shit. And he's like, dude, I'm just playing. Scared the crap out of me. Like, I, kn- I know, like, now that he wouldn't have actually done it. Like, even still my phone. But it was, like, still, like, a whoa, what the crap moment, you know? Just real quick. You ever hear a Johnny Test? A Johnny Test? Johnny Test. Oh, yeah, that uh, kid show? That kid show that everyone hates and that everybody I loves like to make it. fun of. Did you like it? It was an okay show, yeah. Pretty funny. Apparently it's it's coming back in, in like as like some internet shorts. Huh. Like randomly on the official Johnny Test YouTube channel, this like 20 second video shows up called New Johnny Test is coming, and it's just like this like rock base in the background with like silhouettes of all the characters. And then it's like this. At the end, it's like the silhouette of Johnny just zooming in, and it's like this like metal singer is like, "Get ready for adventures with Johnny Test," and then it's like coming soon. Interesting. And it's like some studio who only produces webtoons, so most people is gonna think it's gonna be internet shorts. I just I think it's gonna be. Can you turn that off? Whatever you're playing. Oh, sorry, please. I was playing Mystery Dungeon. Okay. So. You told me not to do something, but naturally I had to do it. 
<laughs> so at the end, it shows this lo logo of these people who make like internet animation. So I think it's going to be shorts, like everybody else thinks it's going to be shorts. And my way of thinking expands past that. I think that the shorts are going to be called, the series of shorts is going to be called Adventures with Johnny Test. And that little rock thing is going to be the actual theme song. You know one thing I've always wondered? What? What would happen if, um, what's it called? I forgot what I was going to say. I, I totally drew a blank. Okay, Mystery Dungeon. So, what is what is your favorite game in the, in the series? Probably, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tied between Super and uh, Time. It's definitely it's super for me. Yeah, you haven't played Time, though. Time and Darkness are the same game. And Sky is just like the emerald to their ruby and sapphire. It's the same game, but a little bit enhanced. Which you haven't got backstabbed by a Trico. Or not a Trico, it, a Nuzleaf. Yeah, a Nuzleaf. But yeah, I think my favorite is Explorers, because I have a lot of nostalgia for it. The plot was really deep and emotional. I just have a lot of appreciation for the Explorers games. So yeah, I think I gotta go with those. The plot's, plot's pretty deep and emotional for this one, too. Yeah, they're pretty good at that with Mystery Dungeon. Why don't I just, uh, just scoot a little bit of that into the main series, please? Yeah, why couldn't they, like, move that over to, like, the actual Pokemon games? Like, I'm, I'm really just saying. Hoping, this is blind hope that I know is not gonna come true, but I'm really hoping there's some sort of choice in the plot of Sword and Shield, like you can actually choose what your character does instead of being put on a completely set path. Yeah, like I, I've always wondered, like what would happen if you joined Team Rocket in like the first games? I don't think that they'd go that far, but I want some sort of choice. Like at least like when you're about to, even the illusion of choice, at least like when you're about to fight like the evil team leader. He tells you your speech, and you can have the choice of saying, I don't agree with you, I'm going to stop you, or I need to think about this, or I want to join you. But either way, he's like, I, I don't want you, kid, let's fight. Yeah. It's kind of like that, or you get to, like, say what you want and that not, like... In, uh, that happens in a Coliseum, actually. You're actually already part of the evil team. You You defect from it and steal their prototype at the beginning, which is, like... Really cool. But then at the end, you fight that evil team boss. He's not the main boss. There's two evil teams in that game, and, and he's from the lesser of the two. <laughs> but you fight the evil team leader of that team like near the end of the game, and before you fight him, he asks you to rejoin. And if you say yes, he's like, I was joking. You, you, you betrayed us. I'm going to fight you and beat you now. Uh-huh. He just, like, yeeted you hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how I said I was getting, like, one shot by the Shivelto? Yep, did you? Yeah, um, you know how much HP I have? How much? 150. And how much damage did the Shivelto do to you? Like, 140. <laughs> with With a distance move that attacks everybody. All right, Not just, now... like... Okay, go ahead. Before we like, it's up. not like it'd be different if it was just like just me that he was attacking, or 
just um, one Pokemon or just two Pokemon even. But it's like the whole party gets like this much damage in one go. So like everybody dies at turn two. All right. So with that, with that sad note for Brad, um, I don't know where I'm going, but I sure know where I've been. Hanging on the promises and the songs of yesterday, and I right, know for, it means I'm back for you, but not for our listeners just yet. I gotta pull up the article. To walk along, Lord, it's straight a dream. You can hear me, right? Yeah, here I go again on my own. <laughs> I'm going down here road alone. Like a twist, I was born to walk alone. And I've made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Did you leave this in? (laughs) (laughs) I honestly don't care. I sing all the time in public, like just to myself. So it like wouldn't bother me. I already sang this parody. I already, while you were gone, I sang like a a, a, a improv parody of uh, of you give love a bad name, and I, I told Gingy to leave that in too. Shot through the heart, and you're too blame, darling. You give love a bad name. <laughs> Depression. How one Lilligant can just, like, confuse my entire squad of a thousand Pokemon. Is it the King Lilligant, though? It's just a regular Lilligant, sadly. I'm unfortunate. Is he, like, alive? (laughs) King? I don't know. I know. He was talking to me for the longest of times. I'm pissed at him for deleting Daddy Weasel, still. Dude. That was such a helpful, like, thing. See, I've got this thing where if you, um, what's it called? If you hit me, there's a chance that you, like, like warp away. And it's supposed to help me if I'm in danger. And it warped away the Lilligant two tiles to the left. But, you know, mad respect to, uh, King. He's King of Souls now. I almost called him Lilligant, so I'm just going to call him King. King. Um, Dude, you're mad, stupid. Mad respect to King because um, my favorite YouTuber who I've shown to you before, Monkey Jones, who got banned from the YouTubes, he released a video which um, rec- ref- words refuted all of the claim, all the copyright claim, not the copyright claims, but the the strikes, and said how they were bullshit. And he told his fans to re-upload it to their channels and he wanted as many people as as possible to re-upload it to their channels and i saw that king did upload it so respect i didn't upload it because i don't upload my own videos and my editor's too lazy so anyway back to the back to the podcast quit barking at me dog who's that pokemon pokemon Thank you to our two-year-old correspondent. Now, Gingy introduced a 
new feature where we he quizzes us in the Pokemon of the episode. But since he's not here and we know what it is, we're gonna skip that this time. So oh, I thought you were gonna quiz me, and I was gonna like be very sad because I hate tests. Oh. I've never made under a ninety-five percent on a test. So the Pokemon of the episode is Trico. So Trico is a grass-type Pokemon. It is a starter from the Hoenn region. It evolves into Grovile and then into Sceptile. It's Pokedex entries, two interesting Pokedex entries, as I usually bring. In Fire Red and Leaf Green, it Poked- its Pokedex entry states, it quickly scales even vertical walls. It senses humidity with its tail to predict the next day's weather. Words. In, uh... In Sapphire, its Pokedex entry states, Trico is cool, calm, and collected. It never panics under any situation. If a bigger foe were to glare, t- glare at this Pokemon, it would give- glare right back without conceding an inch of ground. So that is Trico. If you bear with me, I will pull up a Little Cup set for competitive. You said that such like a... um. I don't even know what to like, pronounce it as, like a, a host of like wood. <laughs> Trico, as a little cup Pokemon, can be run with a Swords Dance-centric set with the moves Swords Dance, Bullet Seed, Drain Punch, and Acrobatics or Rock Slide, depending on your preference. With the item Berry Juice, the ability Unburden, the Nature Adamant, and the EVs 116 HP, 156 attack, 156 defense, and 36 speed. So yeah, that's Trico in competitive. He can be run with Swords Dance on offensive teams. I wonder how many of my Pokemon are going to die by random stupid shit. Hmm. So, because this is completely... Out of the blue, this recording, we did not have time to prepare a showdown. So, so we're just going to do Hackmon's Cup. Oh. So we have you to log like all the way into, have to log all the way into Pokemon Showdown right now. Why don't we just yes, do OU? Because I don't have an OU team. What? Why don't you have an OU team? Because... I don't play Showdown on my PS4 except for when I need to do things. So I don't have, like, traditional teams. I just have draft teams and shit. I might have one now that I think about it. Just let me take a look real quick. For shame. For shame. I don't, but, uh... Just, uh, just fuck it. Let's just, um... I'm going to use the team I used against Penguin for draft. And you can use your OU team. Okay, good luck. Just for funsies. So Brad's probably going to win this because I'm using a draft team, not a proper OU team, because last minute. But yeah, we're going to do OU. You're Brad the Bad 101, right? right okay, no. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So, um, I assume you're going to make me commentate this. Yep. Okay, so Peg has Mimikyu Tyrantrum. Delayed, Pukamuku, Drudigan, and Snorlax. 
Well, Brad has Skarmory, Heatran, Tapu Bulu, Halucha, Manectric, and Garchomp. Are you ready to fight, Brad? Uh, maybe. Let's see here. Alright, either way, we're just gonna- we're, we're, we're gonna start. Brad, Brad leads with Skarmory, and Peg leads with Tyrantrum. A Thunder Fang from Tyrantrum only does 40% to Skarmory. Barney loses 16% from Rocky Helmet, but Skarmory flinches. Out comes Manectric, who takes a Thunder Fang, but for 28%. Out comes Poe the Snorlax for Pegasus. Manectric uses uses Intimidate, uses Volt Switch, and Poe loses 22%. I'm just I'm just thinking of intimidation. Rock music. It's the field for uh, Brad. That that's his name, Brad. Woodhammer murders Poe the Storlax. Just slightly. Tapabulu is at sixty percent after recoil and leftovers. Ugh. Mm, I need a minute. Okay. Um, okay. This is bad news, bears. I'm not this even paying attention. Bear. This is terrible. I'm not even allowed to play a Mr. Dungeon right now. This is horrible for me. I don't like it. Please stop. How do you. Pokemon. I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out for years. <laughs> The question is old time. How do you Pokemon? Toro, the Gallade, hits the field. Tale as old as time. Poor Brad. Song as old as rhyme. Wait, is this a banded oh. Bulu? Maybe. This this Bulu is banded. Oh my God, that's why it killed so easily. Maybe. Maybe. Out again. Well, Brad also switches out for Skarmory. Skarmory uses Roost, healing up to full and landing. Big uses Rock Slide, only doing 11%. That did so much. I know. Crazy. Give this man an award. I'm running a, I'm running a Drud again. No, you leave me alone. Um, Peg switches to Pikamuku Gloop. Well. Brad switches to Heatran. Um, Heatran uses Toxic, but Gloop heals with a Lumberry. Gloop uses Soak, which turns Heatran into a Water type. Heatran uses Toxic. Gloop uses Toxic. They're both Toxic. You know, I didn't think about being turned into a Water type would give me like the ability to get Toxic to. So well played. Yeah, that is how that works. You lost your Steel typing, so now you can be Toxic. Heatran uses Stealth Rock, and Gloop uses Light Screen. They're both losing health from Toxic, but Heatran is in the lead due to his leftovers. Skarmory comes out, while Gloop uses Recover, but loses 18% from Toxic. Drillpeck does 17% to Gloop, Gloop uses Soap, turning Skarmory into a Water-type. 
Brad switches in the Heatran, who takes a Toxic but is already poisoned. And Gloop is left at 11% after his sad, sad Toxic damage. Brad switches into Skarmory. Gloop uses Recover, but loses 36% health from fucking Toxic. Skarmory uses Roost. Gloop uses Soak and dies. And that was the end of poor, that poor Gloop. Just a sad, sad... So I'm gonna ask you a question, and I feel like you'll answer it honestly, even though it might end up being bad for you. Does Stealth Rock break Disguise? No. It doesn't, um, that doesn't break Disguise, but it does break Sashes. Alright, Barney the Tyrantrum hits the field once again. Does Steel resist Dragon out of curiosity? I think... I don't know. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm not gonna use my Dragon-type move anymore. Brad switches to Garchomp, who takes a Thunder Fang, but is a new... Is a new... Peg switches to Spoopy 2 the Mimikyu, who takes a Poison Jab, and his Disguise breaks. Aww. Mm -hmm. You never seen it come, man. I just got faded. Have you Brad seen that um, that game Persona? Uses play rough. Yes. That, that, their theme song is "You Never Seen It Come, Man." Just need what you I gonna need do one. when we come home? One. Ugh. Yep, you got the one. I just needed one and to not die. That's all I needed. Close game. Big of the Dread again hits the field. Uses power up punch for 13%. Loses health from your whirlwind bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Toro of the Gallade hits the field after a whirlwind. Toro uses sword stance, boosts his attack. Whirlwind again into Big of the Dread again. I hate you so much. Skarmory uses Roost. Big uses Outrage, which is resisted and does 29%. I, I hate you, Brad. I don't like you. I don't like you either. Outrage does another 26%, but it loses health to the Russian Helmet. Another Whirlwind into Barney. The Tyrantrum. Why did I fall for that? <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I used Thunder Fang and switched to Garchomp, uh, go figure. <laughs> Out comes Big the Drudigan, who's at 14% after Stealth Rock, and is swiftly finished off by a Dragon Claw. Yeah, yeah, close game. Yeah. Here's the question. Do I think you have Ice Punch? Do you? It's a good question. I do Sword not. Stance. The Z power comes out with the devastating Drake. Yeah, I wasn't running Ice Punch. I was running Leaf Blade. Up comes Barney, who takes Stealth Rock damage, left at 47%. Oh, man. I wonder who's going to win this one. Lunch does 39%. Rough Skin, Dragon Claw, goodbye, Barney. It's a six sweep. Good game, 
But now, even though we did duo U initially, it is time for our traditional tie... fill-in time slash tiebreaker Akamon's Cup. God. I feel like if I click random moves, I have the same amount of chance of winning if I just do nothing. Or if I actually, like, try to put strategy There's, into my I, moves. I feel like strategy does help, obviously. Well, I mean, like, obviously you're not gonna use, like, an electric move on a ground-type kind of thing. But, like, if I just, like, say, use the strongest move... Use the strong question. move! Yeah. Use the move that kills. Alright, so how this works is the Hackmon's Cup fills in time. If Brad wins this, it's over. If I win this, we do a... Um... We do a... Brain. Brain. We do a tiebreaker. Okay. Wow. Slow start in Polion. Yay! I'm so happy. Okay, Bradley's with Magneton, I leave with Napoleon. Glaciate does 5% to Napoleon. And then Napoleon uses Mystical Fire and does 71% to Magneton. Magneton's speed is boosted by speed boost. And please take it from here, Brad, because my voice is slurring from tiredness. For commentation, I mean. Out comes Fungus, who takes a Mystical Fire for 30%. And loses a special attack. There's a Fungus among us. Are you there, Brad? No. Stop it. I'm honestly not even paying attention. I'm trying to read this to you, Beltle. Out comes Cosmo M, who takes a power-up punch for 4%, and Fungus' attack is boosted. Air Cutter does 17%. Catastropica does 64% to Cosmo M. Okay. Air Cutter crits and does 30%. Power Punch does 6% to Cosmo. Cosmo M finishes Fungus. No, he doesn't. It does 19%. And Flail finishes off Cosmo M. Come on, Fungus. Out comes Empoleon, affected by a slow, slow start again. Power Punch does 37%. His attack is boosted, but doesn't matter, because Mystical Fire finishes Fungus. We're now down to 5 and 5. Peg's Kozlo M took the fall, and Brad's Fungus did. Out comes Piplup. That good, good Piplup. Hmm. What we got, what we got. Hmm. Wonder what I should do, my pretty. Out comes Talonflame, who takes a triple kick for nine for eight percent. Look how all of my Pokemon are weak to fire. Brad to just Reggie Ice. Talonflame is his first impression. He does thirty-three percent. Talonflame is protein, by the way. 
So Talonflame became a bug type for that hit. Rock Climb does 50% on a crit. Pulverizing Pancake does 26 to Talonflame. I can honestly see a um, Regigigas gets using rock the Pulverizing climb. Pancake. Yeah, Rock Climb finishes Regice off. Out comes Venomat. Rock Climb does 49% to Venonat, leaving it confused. It breaks into confusion to use Ice Punch for 24% of Talonflame's health. Rock Climb finishes Venonat off. Are we about to witness the Protean Talonflame sweep? Shockwave does 56% to Piplup, and Piplup uses Water Spout, which does 24% to Talonflame. It's electric type right now, so it's not super effective. Out comes Magneton, who takes a Shockwave for 18%. Shocking. Then takes a Rock Climb for the remaining percent and goes down but Colin Flame due to Rocky Helmet is left at 1% out comes Turtwig good baby Turtwig I love how you have two baby Sinnoh starters Rock Climb misses and Pin Missile finishes Colin uh, Flame off that's amazing I got like Ash Ketchum Turtwig skills out comes Hitmonchan for Pegasus. He uses Overheat and does 69% to Turtwig. Turtwig uses Sludge and does 12%. Out comes Piplup, who takes an Overheat for 8%. What you got? What I got? Turn that down, please. Out comes Komala, who takes a Super effective triple chick, ki triple chick, triple <laughs> kick for fifty-seven percent. Man, I wish I had a triple chick. <laughs> Lands wrath does thirty-one percent to Piplup, and triple kick finishes off Kamala. I've never heard of some of these moves. Out comes Charum for Peg. They are staring each other down. Charm uses Crush Claw and finishes off Pitblood. I wonder if Cosboem is banned from Hackmons. If what? Cosmoem is banned from Balanced Hackmons. Because of how high his defenses are. Hmm. I bet your Shininji is. Very curious as to if Cosmoem is banned from Balanced Hackmons. Crush Claw only does 17% to Churchwig. Well, Turtwig does fucking pin missile hits five times and does seventy percent to Sharon. For a minute, I thought you were using Bullet Seed, and I'm like, why? Why is it super effective? Crush Claw does finish Turtwig. The winner is Peg. Good game, Stupid. Uh, I just have to play video games. Well, 
recording. You just have to. Okay, it's time for the tiebreaker, folks. Who wins the night? What are we doing? Same thing. Oh, Let's just unless do regular do, random battles. I was about to say, unless you want to do regular random. Yeah. So for tiebreaker, we will do regular random. Out comes Magnazone for Brad. Now comes Sawsbuck for Peg. Are you ready to fight? Let's fight. I, I said fight. I love Sawsbuck. God damn it. Um, okay. I see this roster. And I see virtually no counters to Magnazone. <laughs> this is the best I can do. Out comes Stakataka, who has an air balloon, makes a Volt Switch for 33% of its health, and the balloon is popped. Out comes the Sharp. Don't murder me. Don't do a murder. Swords Dance sharply boosts Basharp's attack, but Basharp takes a superpower and is one shot. And the beast boost. The beast boost restores stack attack as defense, which was lowered by the superpower, but attack is still lower. What will Brad do now? I don't know. Kafagrigus hits the field. It uses Nasty Plot and boosted special attack. Stack attack uses Stealth Rock, laying Stealth Rock's field. <laughs> Peg switches into Basharp. Takes a shadow ball for forty-six percent. Knockoff only does eighty-four percent to Copagrigus. Ugh. Hidden power finishes Bishop off. Ay ay ay. That wasn't very nice of you, Brad. Uh, you started it. <laughs> Horn Leech finishes Kofagus off. By the way, I brought out a Sazbuck. So you guys know, I realized I didn't mention that. Sazbuck came out and used Horn Leech. Magnazone comes out, taking 6% from Stealth Rock. Out comes Shaman for Peg, who takes a Flash Cannon for 31%, is healed by Leftovers. 
uh, Brad switches to Weavile, and Shaman uses Substitute and hides behind a Substitute. Uh, Weavile uses Ice Shard, which um, fades the Substitute. Shaman uses Leech Seed and lays some Leech Seed down. Of course, Weavile's Leech. Between Life Orb damage and Leech damage and all that good stuff, Weavile is left at 54% at the end of this turn. While Shaman is at 73. Icicle Crash just destroys a Shaman. Just just kills a Shaman, straight up. N no contest. Brat. Pegasus brings out Stack Attacka. Who takes a knockoff for 20%. And uses super power and finishes Weavile off. Everything, oh. everything gets destroyed by superpower. How <laughs> comes Tunfisk for Brad, who takes six percent from Stealth Rocks? Ground Electric, huh? Interesting. How comes Sasquatch? Picks a scald for 10% and is burned. Get embered. Magnezone comes out. Swords Dance is put up. Another Swords Dance. And the Volt Switch is done. Um, Brad Volt Switches into Omni. I get, I get the strange feeling, Brad, that you're just trying to end this fight. What else am I gonna do to this Saul's book? Uh, it has nothing to hurt your Magnezone. Um, Horn Leech just destroys Amistar. Magnezone comes out. Another sword stands from Sawsbuck. Hidden power does 36% to Sawsbuck. See, all you have to do is Horn Leech, and you, like, destroy me. Horn Leech does 33%. Oh, sh Yeah, you're gonna win this race, but I have more Pokemon, obviously. Some Horn Leeches happen. Some, uh... Some hidden powers happen. In the end, who is the winner? The answer is Peg, who kills the Magnezone, and Sawsbuck is left with 16. Yeah, you're, you're. I, I'm gonna win this race. I thought you were. I thought I had my math right, but I was incorrect. Um, Stunfist gets the field. It's Brad's last Pokemon. So, so much tension, you don't know what move to pick. This could be crucial, Brad. You gotta take your time. Nope. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna move. Don't do that. I have another I have another podcast to record potentially in about five minutes, so don't do that, okay. please. We'll wait till we'll wait till five minutes. 
Just, just, just press the button, Brad. Horn leads. And I win. Kills the, the, the winner is Pegasus. Good game, Brad. Dude, I'm getting launched into the air. Or no, Pikachu is my partner. Uh, playing video games. Okay. I did it so just to aggravate you. That's the end of this show. That's the end of Pokemon. Variety Hour. Brad, where can listeners find you? Discord. Yeah, Discord. On our community Discord. Go, go join it. Brad is there. Sometimes. <laughs> I mean, nobody's ever there, really. It's a pretty <laughs> dead Discord server. Okay, so as for where you can find me and Pixels Media, you can find me on Twitter at PegasusTheGame1. On YouTube as PegasusTheGamer. I have... I'm the co-host of Pixels Polygons of Fun, which is the main Pixels Media show. I've got a question before you play. Yeah, what's up? Okay, so I'm playing Mystery Dungeon, and this giant tree that's like the biggest tree in the world, okay, is being it's lifted really up to the ground. Face that you're playing Mystery Dungeon during a recording when I told it's, you it's like to. It's like going into outer space, and all these Pokemon are trying to reach it. But what are they going to do if they touch it? What are they going to do? They Bring it back down? I don't know. Okay, Brad. Anyway, if you want to, I also have. Uh, I, there's also Poke Survivor, which is another Pixels Media show, which can be found exclusively on the YouTube channel Pixels Polygon and Fun. Just just one polygon. That's all you need. I also have Ghost of Gaming Future, which is not which is not directly affiliated with Pixels Media, but it is a fun podcast that can be found on my YouTube channel, where episode three is coming soon. And if you want to support Pixels Media monetarily, there's two ways you can do that. One, buy a t-shirt from our TeePublic store at tpublic.com slash podcast one And the second way is to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. All right, so I think that's it. This has been Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Pegasus. I'm Brandon, I guess. He's just going with that full first name, huh? I didn't even realize I said it until I said it. <laughs> so yeah, that's been Pokemon Variety Hour. See you guys next time. I got a question. Yeah? Did you ever get a job? No. Why not? Because I didn't. Can you, uh... Can you do colon, crack, colon, comma, leave, please? No.
Disclaimer, this episode is one of the old episodes in the original feed, re-uploaded to the new feed. I do not have information about original dates, but that shouldn't really matter. We don't talk about news that much on the show anyway, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Okay, enjoy the show.